Talk to me about the reboot campaign that just came out and your ideas behind that. Oh, Diesel Reboot? Yeah. Um, so it was, it's uh, my first project mm. for Diesel. Um, it's the first advertisement. So what I wanted to do was to create uh, a new online community. Sort of like Show Studio, actually. Yeah, I'm just copying Show Studio idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what we thought. No, <laughs> no I just, um, I wanted these, uh, I want to find these uh, creative people through um, Tumblr and Instagram and Twitter and, uh, and then just kind of um, taking portraits of them. Mm. I actually have some pictures. Um, can you get my from the magazine? I love September because the, all the new magazines comes out. And um, yeah, any, any of them actually. Oh my god. I don't know. It's like show and tell. This is awesome. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like this. That just came out in another magazine. So it's like just portraits yeah. of um, just cool kids that we found on Tumblr. And you found uh, them all on Tumblr? Yeah, some of them are uh, friends, family, um, and just creative people. Mm. Why mm. do you love the internet so much? Because you're so pro Tumblr, your social media, but you. you you also have this magazine side to you. I wonder how you sort of bring the two together. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a. I like both. You know, everyone thinks I'm like a, a crazy tech savvy person, but I'm not. You know, I'm just like you. You know, I just use my Instagram and Twitter, and so I I, I suppose I just use use um, use what I have for for my work. Mm. Simple. You know, just whatever is in front of you. I just try to um, incorporate everything. So you so. use it more to get inspiration than to put yourself out there? Oh yeah, totally. Like, you know, when I do research, you know, I don't do it with Google anymore. I just do it on Tumblr or, you know, um, I just hashtag um, st stuff you want to research. Mm. It's so much, uh, yeah. And I ask people, my followers, um, to help me. So I'm kind of like cheating, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost nice. It's, it's nice to do it with everyone and collaborate, collaborating and stuff. So it's made you quite a celebrity. Do you like that? Or do you not think about it like that? I don't know. It's the only nice thing is that I, I get to, um, meet people, you know, it's nice when someone comes up to me on the street and take pictures and we just chat and stuff. But you know, I never wanted to be like in front of a camera, you know, I was always fine with just, you know, doing my thing, but so um, it's a bit late now. We've talked a little bit about what you're doing at the moment, but I want to go back to sort of your earliest memories of fashion. Do you remember as a boy your first sort of interaction with fashion? Well, I w um, you know, I was never, you mean like a little boy? Yeah. When it you was my mom, you know, my mom, um, she's Japanese and um, she loved fashion. Shopping, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were in Italy, um, you know, we, she, she would take me window shopping and um, in Rome, and that was kind of my first memory. I loved it. You know, I just kind of followed her and like, uh, yeah, it's it's the Versace and Max Mara and all those Italian brands that are still, you know, it's still stuck in my in me. Mm. Sure. Were you creative? I'll let you have your coffee. <laughs> were you creative when you were younger? How did you express that creativity? Was it drawing? Was it making clothes? Was it? Oh, uh, I was thinking about that the other day. I think I was. I would close my eyes and like um, dream. I was always doing that. Um, I was imagining that I was one of um, like a manga character, um, and I would like fight. And <laughs> it was a female character actually. <laughs> What was she called? I don't know. I think she had pink long hair and like a little bit like this. 
<laughs> yeah. I remember I was like completely, that was my own world, you know? I was completely like flying and, you know, creating and, yeah. Is that still how you work? Is it very much about fantasy and creating a new world? Maybe, you know, I just work with my instinct and um, I try not to think about it too much. Mm. So I never come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm, you know, kind of fearless, you know, because I try not to think about it too much. And uh, that's why I get to um, multitask all these things and be creative, I suppose. You mentioned some of the Italian fashion brands that sort of your, your mum would wear. And I want to go back to that point when you were, because you were born in Japan, but you grew up in Italy. Well, both, yeah. 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 How, have, how have both of those different sort of heritage has influenced how you work? Well, I'm a complete schizo. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm this and one day I'm not, you know, it's like, um, yeah, because we were literally traveling from Japan, Italy, like back and forth. So, you know, one day you're in, in this crazy Tokyo um, full of um, like technology and, you know, colors and people, lots of lots of people. And then next day you're in, you know, in, in Rome where this, you know, just it's you know very historical and you know so i don't know i suppose i get you know i'm probably um i'm quite good in lots of different situations you know you can throw me anywhere and i kind of like wing it <laughs> maybe that's what <laughs> did you used to feel like you fitted in though because isn't that where the nico panda thing comes from from sort of people making comments about your appearance when you were younger um i you know, I always wanted to be like other people mm. when I was younger. Uh, I always wanted to fit in, so I was very good at like, um, yeah, transforming and like, you know, because you always want to be like your friends, you know. And like in Japan, you know, uh, I want to be like Japanese, so yeah, I would dress up and you know just pretend to be like others. But that um, kind of went the opposite way when I was kind of like teenager, 15, 16. Mm. I was complete, I went completely against it. So I was like, you know, start dressing up like crazy and like crazy hair and sort of like, you know, kind of a punk attitude as well. What sparked that change when you wanted to become sort of different? I don't know, when, when I started thinking about my sexuality maybe. Mm. Um, and yeah, like kind of growing up really. Um, Were you interested in fashion at this point? By this point, did you love magazines? Did you like buying designer clothes? Were you, or? Well, I love you know looking at designer clothes because um, yeah, it was exciting. You know, but I never had money, so I was I always used to go to um, flea market and kind of um, buy similar things and like just do it on your way in your way. Mm. Um, and then um, I, yeah, I was reading, um, yeah, I was obsessed with ID and the face magazine, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I was copying the, you know, I was always looking at um, the page of the magazine, you know, all those amazing stuff that um, Nick Knight used to do, you know. So that's why I had to come to London. You know, after high school, I was like, I need to be in London where all the, everything was happening. Mm. You know, 
You lied to your parents and you told them you were studying architecture when you came to London. I know, it's so bad. Do you still feel bad about that? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so bad. I literally went... <laughs> now, I really wanted to study architecture. Well, kind of. And I came here and then... Um, yeah, I literally went to school for a week and then went clubbing for three years. <laughs> Do you think you learn more clubbing than you would have learned at school? No, you should go to school for sure. You know, you, that's where you meet all the people and... Uh, you know, the libraries and, but I, I couldn't, you know, I didn't, I was, uh, I was just into more music and clubbing and stuff, so. but that's where I met all, you know, people that I know now still, you know, the friends and uh, it was great, it was, for me it was a great school. Mm. So why did you want to study architecture in the, in the first place? Was it because it was something that was creative, but also quite scientific? What was it about that that appealed to you? Um... Well, I wanted to, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I wanted to come to London and, and just study things that, you know, because in architecture you study everything from math to fashion, drawing, art, you know. I liked everything, you know, I was, I was, um, I learned uh, playing the piano, so I just wanted to do everything, you know, just, just everything. So architecture seemed to be kind of like in the middle. And it sounded the cool, you know, it sounded really cool, like architect. I want to talk a bit about the time that when you were clubbing, because you said that's where you met everyone. And you must have learned an incredible amount, even though you were just having a lot of fun. Talk to me about those years and, and how that changed your perspective. Like, did it change your perspective? What was... Well, it's, the only thing I remember is it was super exciting. You know, the, the looks, the, the fashion, the, um, yeah, people dressing up. That was the one thing that I really remember. The rest I can't really remember. I was so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> No, those like, you know, um, uh, the personas, the club kids and the drag queens and, you know, um, they, they really, um, yeah, they're incredible, you know. Mm. And we used to really, really, really dress up and go out and that was the, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, suppose I'm just doing that still, you know, I'm just, I love dressing up and maybe not for myself, but to other people and it was just fun. So there was never a point where you thought about fashion as a career in a kind of serious, ambitious way? There was never a point where you decided on fashion, you just kind of fell into it? No, that started probably like a couple of years ago, actually. <laughs> so I worked at Pinioli as a shop, shop assistant for two years. And through that, I met um, Katie England and Alistair Mackey. And they introduced me to Jefferson uh, for Dazed. And he gave me a, a page in the magazine called I Spy. I Spy. Yeah. And um, so I was just, you know, because of Pinioli, I spy. Yeah. So I was putting all the stuff uh, that um, we, we were selling in the store into I spy. And I was taking pictures and drawings and, you know, my little monthly column. I did that for like a year and then that kind of led into a, a photo shoot, like a bigger um, fashion shoot. And then kind of like a year later, I'd be, you know, I was like, oh, there's a job, mm. you know, uh, like a stylist job. You don't like being called a stylist. I've read in previous interviews you said, I don't even care about clothes, really. I've always seen myself as an art director. Tell me about that. Well, art director sounds a bit pretentious too, you know. I just, um, I don't know, I, I don't like naming things, you know. Because when I was a stylist, I, I was never doing the stylist job, you know. I couldn't care less about the clothes, you know. I was much more into the clothes and the person that we were shooting, mm. you know. If they were naked, great. If they were wearing vintage clothes, it was great. 
So um, I was never like a, um, a f you know, proper stylist. Mm. So I never wanted to, um, to be called that. You get asked about this a lot, but tell me about working with Lady Gaga. Obviously, that's a huge question, but tell me what, what were the biggest things you learned during that time? Well, I worked with Gaga for over three years. Um, it was, you know, like again, you know, I didn't, I just kind of went in without not knowing what I was getting into. Mm. And it was kind of like a crazy, like roller coaster for three years. Um, incredible, you know, because it was the first time that I saw my, uh, my fantasy creation, like alive, you know, walking on the street. Mm. And that was super exciting. And she took it to a whole another level, and um, yeah, amazing. I mean, with Nick, we did so many crazy stuff. Like my favorite one was um, Joe. I remember we, we were in the show studio office, and in the morning we were like, we we're supposed to shoot for Vogue on Japan, and we were like, we're gonna do something crazy, and and you know, we transformed her into a, a male, you know, her male character, Joe, and it was incredible, you know and um, stuff like that. It, it was so spontaneous and very theater and yeah, it's amazing. Do you miss her? Yeah, of course, you know. But I, I feel like if I go back, I have to like do another three years. So you, you don't want to have another person who can become your living fantasy? Well, why not? You know. But not Gaga? Well, you know, like, um, I want to concentrate on other things now, you know? Um, I have to, I'd love, love, love to do my own line and, um, you know, what I'm doing at Diesel, it's, it's just perfect. Mm. It's, um, I get to use all my crazy ideas into one big project and that's what I want to do for, for now. Mm. But never say never. But. Never say never. <laughs> talk to me a little bit, you mentioned doing your own line, but you've obviously worked in the house before. I want to talk about Mugler. Why did that house feel like a good fit for you? Well, you know, I was so into that kind of look at that time, you know? Yeah. Like super high fashion and almost uh, costumes and, you know, I didn't really care if, you know, if people could wear it or not because, you know, I had friends who could wear that. <laughs> you know? So it was totally, total fantasy and, you know, just high, high, high fashion. And, um, but I want to turn into a big business. You know, I wanted to um, to have a big collection and um, yeah, stores and advertisement and all those things. But it just just it wasn't the right time. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, they, I I needed more support and yeah. So I was kind of frustrated. You know, um, I felt like I was doing everything and and not getting getting the right support. So. Um, I was like, fuck it, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> would you say that fashion is really, oh God, that rhymes. I was gonna say, would you say that fashion's really sort of your passion, your core interest, or is it more theatre and spectacle? Oh, I love fashion. Yeah, for sure. But um, I don't really, you know, um, I like more like a fun fashion, fantasy fashion. And, and if, that, if that can go into art or theatre or, be it, you know. Um, but saying that, you know, I love um, like high street too, you know. I get um, excited like designing. Like I work for Uniqlo yeah. in Japan. 
like to design like the perfect polo you know like it's about like a millimeter of buttons and like just shades of different colors and that sounds exciting too um so what tell me a bit about how you juggle everything because you've mentioned that you've got Uniqlo and you've you know Vogue on Japan you've had high fashion tell me how you've kept everything oh, kept all those balls rolling and stayed inspired I try not to think about it too much you know I never look at my schedule I look at what I'm doing tomorrow and um, I have a great team around so they kind of like sort my dates and stuff and I just go and I haven't stopped since you know a long time and I meditate a lot um, twice a day in the morning at night and that really 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 helped me um, like for jet lagged and you, know, you should try Do you meditate sometimes Some, it's really amazing like uh, I don't want to be all like you know <laughs> get like that but, but just like close your eyes for like 10-20 minutes just think about nothing it's such a an amazing experience um, yeah I really recommend it that's you know better than like um, I don't know um, going on holiday or something for me you know just close your it's everything is inside you so just mm. yeah it's nice do you feel fulfilled yes but there's a, that tiny bit that you know I'm never like so that's why maybe I can keep going you know because I'm like I'm not 100% satisfied with it you know? I can always see mistakes and stuff so I'm like but positive but it's sort of like you know I'm always like here or there so do you think you'll ever retire will there ever get to a point where you're like I'm done probably not and that's a great thing about you know all the people that I know that I, I, that I admire um, it doesn't matter you know we just do whatever we need to do so we'll just keep doing it like same for Gaga you know if she wasn't famous she'll still be playing music and you know some ghetto gay club I'm sure you know so it's like you know we just there's this thing that we, we you know drive everyone and um, I'm glad that I have that I'm glad that I found that things I want to do so I'm just going to keep going